four weeks and counting, and we'll be down in Florida. Stay tuned to the show, or you can follow us on Twitter for live updates. And welcome to the Mouse Moment Podcast, sponsored by theseamazingplaces.com, which of course, the Mouse Moment is our Disney version of our travel, but I always say that. So this is show number 123 for the week of August 30th, 2010. This is Adam, and here's Doug. Hey everybody, this week, I'm going to jump right into it here. We're going to be in Epcot, and we're going to be in the France Pavilion. We're going to bring you some audio of... uh, of the uh, Impressions de France. Uh, we're going to talk about restaurants. We're going to talk about everything that is France and Epcot. So uh, I guess uh, sit back, get comfy down into your chair. Don't get too comfy if you happen to be driving down the road. And I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Want to see what we're up to, or you want to send us something while you're out and about? Just send us a tweet at twitter.com/amazingplaces. Have you seen our latest pictures at Flickr? Well, you can. Just go to our website, click on the photos tab, and it'll take you from there. Enjoy. Or you can go to flickr.com/photos/theseamazingplaces. And as always, you can find more information on our website, themousemoment.com, where you can also book vacations, or just contact us and talk about the show. Or you can call this number for booking vacations, 1-800-522-3073, and talk with Pam, our travel professional, and she'll get you hooked up with a free quote. All right, so we begin our journey through the World Showcase, and it's not going to be too long. Obviously, I announce that every week. We're so excited. Four weeks Four and, weeks more. And we're there. there, so we're all over the place, including yeah, the yeah. U word, Universal. Yeah. Anyway, we'll speak yeah. about that at the end. We always kind of give that a little bit, and we get a little more information. I think we'll really reveal this week because not that Disney and Universal are the same, but you got to figure. I bet people listen to Disney are somewhat interested in Universal, especially and, now with the Wizarding World, because mm-hmm. it's more like a a Disney type attraction. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So. All right, so we're in the fr- French. France Pavilion and Epcot. Um, you want to head in? Uh, you want me to head in here? I'll head in with some stuff here. Okay. I'm just going to read basically some stuff that I came up with. It says the France Pavilion is themed to look like a Paris neighborhood with a pool and fountains and with a view of the Eiffel Tower in the distance. Let's say now, first of all, the Eiffel Tower. You cannot get to it. You cannot go up in it. It's done on French pers- perspective, uh, so from a distance it looks tall. Um, but as you get closer to it, you can tell it's really kind of small. I'm going to add this in there while you're talking about it. Okay. Uh, the Eiffel Tower was constructed using the blueprints originally drawn by Gustav Eiffel, only at one-tenth the size of the of the Eiffel Tower. So, there we go. And that's directly from the Imagineers. And so it is very short. I'm reading from that, so anytime you hear that, I'm coming out of that straight from the Imagineers. Okay. Anyway, keep going. All right. Most of the shops on the streets are actual shops selling French goods, such as Guerlain perfume. Uh, which I don't really know what that is, but I really don't wear a lot of perfume, so I guess that's a good thing. Uh, the pavilion features Impressions de France, 
a panoramic movie which visits France's cities and historical culture structures. And that's what we'll be doing the audio feature on. This is some incredible music mm -hmm. to just listen to. Yeah. So, and well, the, the pictures and stuff are pretty cool. They come up during the uh, during the show. So yeah, what did you want? Did you have something you want? Yeah, to Yeah, I'm gonna add more in if you okay. if you don't care, or I don't know what no, else you ahead. have there. So okay, uh, I I found this interesting because you always when you visit. We talked about this when we talked about the United Kingdom Pavilion and how there's it's kind of set in a time frame, and so when you know people from the UK come over, they're like, well, wait a second, that's not what it looks like, and then you got to realize the Imagineers built this in a timeline. Because they wanted to tell a story, they don't aren't they are not necessarily trying to d depict the exact monuments and structures to make it look like you're there, but also to give you a storyline. Because remember, do Disney is all about story. So this France Pavilion is set between the period of 1850 and 1900, and um, let's see, it says not just any part of Paris, but specifically those these elements dating dating from La Belle Epoque or a beautiful age between the period of 1850 and 1900 during which Baron von Haussmann ruled the master planning of the city and imparted an aesthetic that today makes Paris one of the most striking and beautiful cities in the world and so and it is they took that from Paris so it's from you know obviously the Eiffel Tower from there. early age of yes Paris. Yeah. early age of Paris which once again kind of like what we even talked about with the UK pavilion it's mm -hmm. done in a time from the past mm -hmm. So uh, it's just something interesting to look at. And so you can see different structures there that are just, you know, like the uh, whatever that building is on the left of the pavilion. I mean, I'm looking at the picture there. But it's the it's the one where Chef de France is in. Yeah. Um, yeah I know what but you're anyway, uh, it's just it's a unique thing that, you know, it's the architectural style. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of like walking when you walk back into there past the fountains. Um, yeah, it is definitely our yeah. old architecture. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you have anything, noting anything about the bridge on your notes nope, there? No. Okay. Let me read this about the bridge, because this is interesting. Uh, the bridge into France from the United Kingdom is a replica of the original Pont d'Arts, a pedestrian bridge across the Seine, which is S-E-I-N-E, -E, uh, and which was torn down and replaced in 1970. So that's... Of okay. course, over there originally in France, and I do want to make this disclaimer: we don't speak French. Anybody I'm who very speaks sorry. French, probably right now they're dying. I'm sorry. So it's okay. We apologize. It's we're, okay. We're doing the best we're Americans. We can. I I can speak German because I've learned it in high school, but at the same time, that's all I can help out with. So yeah. So anyway, I will try to spell things if I see him. Doug okay. will probably do the same. Um, so anyway, that was an interesting fact uh, to tell you about the bridge, and the bridge is one of those unique. Uh, places that it's just kind of a part of the pavilion even though you're not really in the pavilion yet until you get there but I think it's unique how when you walk right across the bridge you were talking about the there's like I think there's a bicycle that's leaned up against the yep. side and then yeah, there's there like this artist tray the head yep. it's almost like someone Where somebody has been doing art and then stepped away for a moment mm -hmm. yeah and then there's even that little kiosk that's kind of in the middle that has like posters of different yep. French uh, events going on or something like that and uh, yeah it gives it a street feel yeah like you're walking through a, a French street and yeah. this is out actually out by the lagoon yeah in some places so mm -hmm. it's not as you're going up the street which we just talked about yeah and it, of course it's real water so it gives you that in that sense but it's also that 
um, that water separation between England and France yeah. because it is. Oh the, wait a minute, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Remember right. that? You know, I didn't put I that in you, my notes, but I talked to you, you about it. Yeah, yeah. And that was basically the English Channel. They put a small water area that runs between both to represent the English Channel. Mm -hmm. So all they got to do now is dig underneath of it and make that the channel, and you're set. Yeah. Anyway. But it it is true. I mean, you know, physically there, there is a bridge, there is water, and it's like, oh, that's just kind of cool. Yeah. And it's, I mean. We'll talk about this at the end, but it's very close to the back door of Epcot. So if you're staying back there in those resorts back there, the Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin, Beach Club, Yacht Club, any of those places, it's it's a definitely a quick journey right into France. Um, I'll find that out soon. Yeah. In fact, I, I got to – I mean, I may say this in the audio, but when we were walking into the attraction that I have the recording of, we actually walked right down the back door and went right into this Impressions de France cool. um, to record it and, uh, of course, check it out. Um, there's several other things I was thinking about. Um, let's, I don't know, what do you want to do? Well, give me anything structurally that you have, because I've got then some uh, talk about the restaurants. Okay. Um, I guess I can just read what's right here. Okay. Um, continuing on with the, what I was talking about, the master planning from, from Baron von Hausmann. Uh, this was known as the grand design, which specified the elegant mansard roofs and dormers that are so characteristically... Par car characteristically Parisian. Buildings were limited to seven stories, creating a comfortable pedestrian environment. Designers were sure to capture the essence of a visit to France, with details such as the sidewalk cafe, the prevalence of water fountains, the arcade entrances, and the provincial France depicted on Le Petit Rue, or the little street of, at the rear of the pavilion. Uh, the Eiffel Tower, of course, provides us with perhaps the most distinctive signature of any city in the world. And that just gives you a little bit more. Uh, there's also a little thing here that says, The park bordering the canal overlooking the International Gateway is inspired by a Sunday, Sunday afternoon on the island of La Grande Jatte by the post-impressionist painter Georges Seurat. Which is S-E-U-R-A-T. So hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Um, but anyway, uh, here's the roof thing that I was talking about. Uh, the monsarded roof with two slopes on each of the four sides, the lower slope steeper than the upper, takes its name from the architect Francis, Francis, yeah, Francis, F R A N C I, or sorry, C I C O I S, Mansard, Francois, Franz Francois, Francois. There we go. Um, yeah, who worked in Paris in the mid 1600s. So, again, something just to go along the time frame of where this is at. So, um, I've got some details on first on the impressions attraction, but I think there's a couple more things we should talk about I don't have in here. Okay. Um, the so, first thing I was thinking, uh, unless you had you no, have go any. Go ahead. Okay. First thing I was thinking of was uh, what entertainment is available around the area. For example, there's that guy. There's who a juggler. Is, there's a juggler type. Let me jump. See if I can find. Go ahead. Okay. Additional entertainment is uh, Savoir Amuse Amusant. He's a comedy juggler show. And then, well, and then I'll go into this a little bit more. Uh, there's characters: Belle, Beast, Princess, Aurora, and Maria, Marie. Okay. So, for those so of you who are into the characters. Yeah, and don't forget we talked about those characters when we did our did our kids show not too long ago at Disney. Um, I saw the guy, the juggler guy. And he does this act where he's um, 
He does course juggling and whatnot, but he does this act where he actually stacks chairs up on top of each other, and he climbs the chairs, and it is I remember amazing. You telling me about this guy. Did, yeah, it was. I swear, it was probably ten chairs. Let's try to get, maybe get some video of him when we're there. It was. That sounds like something. I'm serious. Do. It was this. It was a crazy act because I couldn't believe he was almost as tall as the Chef de France building right there. Like, really? It just seemed like, holy cow, that dude's way up there. And then, of course, when he gets to the top, he's like standing on one leg and he's like doing a juggling act or something crazy. And I just remember it took a while for the act to completely go through. So you have to stay and watch him go through it. And of course, if it's hot out, you may not want to stand there. But um, it was around the time when. Uh, over in Morocco, like Moroccan was playing and stuff yeah. like that. So it's basically just a, that entertainment comes out usually in the afternoon. Pick up a times guide on your way if you wanted to see it when you're going going there just to, to check the times because they usually have that kind of stuff um, markdowns so you can see. But anyway, there's that. There's also that little garden area that I actually took some pictures of when I was over there. It's like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but hardly anyone walks over there. Off the bridge? Like, as soon as you cross the bridge and you're facing yeah. the pavilion, over yeah. to the right is like, it's like these bushes that are shaped to be like a garden. You can't walk in them, but you can walk around them and look at them. Mm -hmm. And it's set right in front of one of the buildings. And I think that building is like the perfume or pastries or something on, it's the right side of the pavilion. And then you can even walk around the other end and you're, you can stand and sit at some of the benches back there and look over across the channel and see like part of the United Kingdom. See, I haven't done any of this. And, and you can also kind of look back towards where the water ferry's going and you can almost see Beach Club and all that stuff back there. And so it's it's just something that no one really goes back there. It's like a little out of the way. Including me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little out of the way, relaxing. You can grab some lunch and go out there and and uh, you know, grab a pastry from the pastry shop. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's jump. Are you, you got more? Yeah. You yeah. Okay. I just, let's. I think okay. that covers that until we get to the impressions. But let's talk about food. All right. Let's yeah. jump into food. Mm -hmm. They have uh, two French restaurants in France uh, and a bakery. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the bakery is called Boulangerie Patisserie. Uh, anyway, they have, uh, well, let me just jump through some of these and see what all it says. It's a lot of pastries. Chef de France is so. de definitely one of their main restaurants, mm -hmm. right? Chef uh, de France is like the staple restaurant that kind of is like the anchor, I would say. They actually expanded on that restaurant. I think part of it used to be outside, and then they enclosed it in because they were getting a lot of people to come. And So now it's completely closed in, I'm, I believe, because I remember when we were there, Roy said that you okay, okay, so what kind of food do you remember? It's, uh, yeah, I remember having uh, – it was pretty good food, but you have to have a little bit of a uh, – we, we may have talked about this on a show because I remember saying stuff like this. Did you uh, have um, snail? Yes, okay. escargot. Right. There was escargot available as an appetizer. I my main course was a, it was a chicken leg and thigh all in one like a rotisserie chicken, but it right. was just that part of a chicken, and then it had a little salad with it, and so it was very French style. Um, there was a ham grilled ham and cheese san sandwich which was available for anybody that wanted more American style food, but it I don't want to say it was. It did taste like American. It had that flavor of... It spiced more like more of a European... Yeah, I don't flavor. even know how to describe but it. Like they, the, the cheese on it was not your generic American or Swiss okay. cheese. It was like a really sharp cheese. So it okay. tasted stronger. It had, you know... It just had that flavor of the French. So you can't... 
you can't go into this pavilion and expect to get an American meal or think that it's well, going to no, be. Go to America if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, yeah, that's and, what you're there for. And so you, if you, I don't know, I guess I was with a lot of people that necessarily didn't want to expand their boundaries of eating, which yeah. was fine, but I, I'm usually into that because I, I want to. Yeah, we always try different yeah. places. So Different places kind of just makes the culture, and it fits right in the style of where you're at. Obviously, you're visiting yeah. the French pavilion, so if you go in there and you try it um there's there's one thing i do want to say it wasn't there when we were there but more recently they've included an animatronic that travels around remy, the restaurant right mm -hmm. right remy is actually on a tray like in case I, somebody doesn't know who remy is he's a little mouse from uh ratatouille yeah okay and he i guess he talks and it's supposed to be one of the smallest animatronics disney's ever built um he kind of like I don't yeah, know if he they, talks to you or... They pull the top off the tray. Uh-huh. And there he is underneath And there. there he is. Like, he's on, you know, they, he goes around the restaurant visiting, and I don't know what he says or whatever, but um, it's what Disney is calling their living character initiative. Um, they've, yeah. they've kind of done this before where they had a dinosaur walking in the park that was an animatronic. That, well, the latest is the so, Mickey, who opened yes. uh, World of Color. Yeah. He was actually a full animatronic, came out on stage. Shook hands. Well, with, uh, Bob he Iger. wasn't. He wasn't. He was a person. But oh, I thought. I thought he was. I thought he was a full animatronic that came out on stage. It's not a robot. It was a oh, person in wearing was? a suit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was full animatronic. <laughs> no. Huh. No way. There's no way they have animatronics up that. Okay. Way. It was a real person, but the face and the talking and all that was animatronic. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, no. It was a character. It was a okay. person in a character suit. All right. Yeah, I guess. We didn't talk about this beforehand, yeah. so that's we right. didn't get our facts straight. But anyway, um, that's part of the Living a Character initiative that Disney's doing, and so this is another one of those. I believe he's still there up to this date. I think he's still around. Okay. Uh, so that's another added feature when you're going into this restaurant. Um, desserts, those were pretty good. They had a good selection. Creme brulee is the, yeah. I think that's the staple yep. favorite that everybody yep. likes. That's what I hear everybody talk about. I had a taste of that. It was pretty good. Um the waiters and waitresses are, of course, from France, so they've got that, you know, accent. And I guess, I guess my impression of uh, France is that, you know, the United States and France may not have the greatest relationship just because some people don't like whatever. But I felt like, you know what, these guys are here and they're serving us. I really want to thank them for being able to. I mean, it's their job, but at yeah. the same time, it's like. You know what? Well, I but appreciate most of the time, your I culture. expect them, yes, to be proud of their culture. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. I mean, I'm coming in and to learn a little bit more about your culture. If you could almost teach me a little bit, because I don't know, I'm interested, and that's kind of my their culture. I like their food and their food. <laughs> so yeah, mm -hmm. food is like the universal passageway to every yeah. culture. So yeah, for true. me anyway, it is. So yeah, bring me your food. So regardless of you know political boundaries or whatever that's going on with everybody, I I feel like that's what Disney's about and that's what World Showcase is about, and they want you to go in and experience that immersive going into those pavilions. And so I I, I appreciated the just the okay personality jump on of, to of the, our waiter. And the next place, Bistro de Paris. It's actually upstairs from Chefs de France, uh -huh. and it basically says it's more of an intimate environment sounds really cool because obviously you're upstairs yep so you're looking out through the glass if you can get a window up next to there during some of uh even with the illuminations and stuff like that it'd be awesome to be able to just look out through there and eat dinner i'm and the fact is it's a little more quiet a little more romantic than the other so it's more expensive yeah and it's i believe it's only open for dinner so i don't know if it says that on there oh you don't no, have your other not. you're not looking at your app no. but i think the app 
the Disney World app we have that with the map on it. Uh, but well, anyway, if you, if you probably have to have a ADR for there, I would oh, think. And so you're yeah. gonna find out when it's open and stuff just by doing that. Uh, in my opinion, it's on the dollar sign mark. It was marked as three dollar signs, which ends up being. I think it's like thirty to fifty dollars a person. Oh. So it's a it's an expensive, okay. pricey meal, but um, it is one of those high high ends special occasion places. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not gonna go there to eat just a common. Yeah, dinner, which so. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's probably the highest price that's at Ebcai as far as like a high profile meal because you're not going to get that any of the other pavilions i mean they have the nice restaurants that are somewhat pricey but they're not like this high end almost like hence the reason why it's on the second floor Mm -hmm. i can't think of any other restaurants around there that are on the second floor yeah so yeah yeah it's kind of different and that that's what you're looking for intimate romantic spot Mm -hmm. you're gonna pay a little extra money for it and it'll be worth it i think i mean yeah like i said yeah it's not something everybody whatever Everybody's going to go out once in a while and pay an outrageous amount of money to eat mm-hmm. uh, for a certain environment, and so that could be the reason. Yeah. Uh, the pastry, did we talk very much yeah, about b- it? Yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, okay. The boulangerie, patisserie, uh, I can actually say here, it's a. it says that it's a great place to buy a Napoleon, Eclair, cream puff, or other pastry. And then they said that they also sell ordinary uh, chocolate chip cookies for the people who have plainer taste. But yeah. Wow, eclairs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they do say that um, they have a lot of, they have lines though. Even late at night, this is a well-known place to pick up a, a snack. The Patisserie is a popular place for a late breakfast too, which sounded really cool. I yeah. Thought. We walked in there just to we didn't buy anything, but we walked in just to look around because of course the smells have to be incredible. Oh, the smells were awesome. <laughs> that's what they were so awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, that's just what draws me in every yeah. time. Oh, yeah. see, I can almost. I could, you I, almost I taste could it? smell the place right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, we'll have to check it out. Maybe we'll get a little snack. Although it's we'll, too bad we couldn't record the smell and send it back to everybody. Well, no. That's the next <laughs> I mean, invention, I'm telling yeah, you. Bottle it up and send you, it out. We can do audio and video. The next invention is smell-o-vision oh, or something. Man. So. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the smell there. Also, the perfume shop. Um, yeah, I know perfume is pretty strong at times. It's It was pretty strong. We actually yeah. walked over to it. It it reminded me of you know Easton Town Center, our local town center that we like to go to for malls. They have some perfume shots, and it's pretty strong around there. But this place, when you walked in, it was just like an overwhelming smell of. It's a lot of perfume in here. But we walked in just to see it and look around. And I'm sure there are storylines and storylines of all the architecture yeah. inside yep. that we didn't we haven't even gone into because I'm sure there's a backstory. Well, to all and this we stuff, might so. be able to do some of that when we go through them and actually see yeah. them. And we can video and mm-hmm. put together more of like a, a good visual storyline mm-hmm. of each place. That would be nice. I think there are also souvenir shops that yeah. are available yeah, for you to check out. sell actual authentic mm-hmm. yeah, souvenirs. Okay. Do you have any kind of description on? You I know, know that they. It looks like they sell uh, French wines. Yes, I did see that. Oh yeah, of course. And it's available at all the places to eat. Yeah. You can get stuff there, but I'm. I think that you can probably get that stuff just as you're. Well, I just you know, think it's neat. Yeah, that they actually. It's more like a world market. They sell authentic stuff and you know not ripoffs. Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to say, yeah, this is made over in New Jersey, but it's actually. We're going to say that it's you know French made stuff. Yeah. So they actually go out and they get the original stuff, which I think is good. Yeah. I've got some sharp shopping things here. Art Fest, which is portrait artists. Uh, Gallery de Hollis, D-E-S-H-A-L-L-E-S. 
Persian or Parisian impressionist um, souvenirs. Sorry, let's flip the page here. Uh, Le Casserelle, which is dinnerware, tabletops, decorative items from southern France. Le Signature, which is personal accessories, perfumes, Guerrillian Cosmetics, which sounds like that's the place that we were talking about. Uh, Les Vins de France, which is wines and accessories, wine tastings, cost. Oh, you can probably pay for wine tastings. And then a souvenir wine glass. And then there's the Plume et Palat, which is the designer fragrances. So that's with the shops with the um, different things. Oh, there's even little details here that tells you mini Eiffel Towers if you want to buy them. They are $6.50 to $13. Perfumed soaps are 7 to $15. And different stuff like that. So that just gives you an idea of that. Um, at this point, I think we've covered a pretty good chunk of this, but I feel like the audio kind of is long, so we there shouldn't... Just, yeah. There's just a lot to talk about in regard to this pavilion. Um, I, I think we did a good job covering most of it for the p- main part. So let's let's talk about Impressions of France, if you're ready for that. Are you, yeah, okay. that's fine. So, do you have notes on it? You know what, actually... Let me jump back for one second because okay. I just came Go up ahead. with a menu from the uh, uh, patisserie, which is the pastry shop. They actually have a cheese plate for five ninety five, a French baguette for two twenty five, ham and cheese croissant three twenty five, ham and cheese quiche. See, I actually looked this up because I was interested in if they're doing a, like a late breakfast, uh-huh. what would there be? Oh so yeah, ham and cheese quiche four ninety five, and a ham and cheese sandwich for five twenty five. Yeah. So I was really interested in desserts. Let's see what they have here. Apple tart, 385. Apple turnover, 385. Cake of the day, 365. Caramel souffle, 4 bucks. Cheesecake, 350. Chocolate chip cookies, 225. I should say chocolate chip cookie. One cookie for 225. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chocolate croissant, 285. Chocolate eclair, 375. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate pyramid. Uh, cream puff. Elephant ears for two ninety five, and uh, fruit. Uh, I don't know what this is. Bavar Bavar Bavaroy. I, I don't know. It's B A V A R O I S. I probably butchered that completely. Uh, Mickey Mouse cookies. The Napoleon French tart. Oh, sorry, French tart. Peach tart. Plain croissant. There's a ton of stuff here. Oh yeah, sounds so, great. It kind of jumps through that. Cool. And so, so it is possible to get a, a good like if you're looking for like a quiche or something for breakfast. Yeah, that's or what something. I was. I guess that's that's mm-hmm. why I jumped over to it because I thought, well, I I want to know what the heck that they actually serve. Yeah, because you don't want to get like a huge. Well, I mean, sometimes I eat just donuts for breakfast, but you know, like sweets and stuff, and maybe you want something else along with your sweets for breakfast if you're going to go there. And it'd be a late breakfast because World Showcase doesn't open until eleven o'clock. So, all right. Okay. You good? Yeah, French uh, Impressions de France. Okay. First of all, wait time. Yeah, they're really. It's just whatever time the shows are, so use your There is no fast guide. pass. Yeah, the length of it is actually uh, 20 minutes, the length of the show. I believe, too, do you stand against the rails in this one? Nope. Okay, you I couldn't down. remember. That. I was trying to think about that yep. last time. It's night. the only panoramic view theater and world showcase that you sit down. Okay. So, which is great. It's funny. Yeah, cause, see, I just I didn't remember that. I yeah. Because I, I had to stand back with Connor. In another area, okay. in a wheelchair area. That's why I just, yeah, I couldn't remember. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, it's a 350 seat theater with 200 degree panoramic view, so it's not a 360 like some of the other ones. There are five 27 and a half feet wide by 21 feet. 
tall screens. So you're looking at five screens that is similar to the effect that you get from the other stuff. Um, they called it circle vision for the other ones, but it's not quite as engrossing as that, but it's more suited to a focused tour with a narrative thread. And uh, this is coming right out of the Imagineers guide here about from the Imagineers. Our journey be becomes a guided tour in sight and sound through the French countryside, the city streets, the natural wonders, and the landmark buildings. And of course, the biggest thing about this audio is that the music... This is some of the best music on property. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can think of this. I think of the music from Soren, and I think of the music from uh, uh, Illuminations. Mm -hmm. That's the ones that really stand out to me. But the this was the first time I heard it. Yeah, put your headphones on. That's all I can say. Yeah, the coolest thing about it is it comes from French composers. Uh, there's three that are listed here. It's Debussy, Saint Saints, which is Saint dash S A E N S, and then Ravel. And you'll you'll recognize a lot okay. of these songs. Okay. Ravel, uh, that's the stuff that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of this stuff you'll recognize. One of them is the. Uh, at the end of, I always say this, Ocean's Eleven, when they're looking at the Bellagio yeah. fountains, there's that song in there that's just so, you know, and Bellagio is, of course, that <laughs> French it thing. Too. It's in Las Vegas, normally, I could always remember this, and I cannot remember what the heck, yeah, that that is. Anyway. Um, but anyway, it's just got some great music, and I thought, you know, maybe we should say the composer and then play some music, but I thought, you know what, how about we'll just give the whole spiel to you. That way you can listen to it. This actually parts well, of this. Well, many people want to know what this music is too, so I think it's good that you actually oh that you actually well, brought that up. I mean, I think on Wikipedia it actually spells it out individually, okay. so you can look it up. Uh, but what I wanted to say is you can purchase the soundtrack when you purchase the One World Four Parks One World disc set from Disney. This is included. Uh, about ten minutes of this audio is included okay. on a on a soundtrack. So it's not the narration; it's just the. Or you can get it all here, right? Or you can get it all here. There we go. But this includes the narration, and it's not yeah. just uh, whatever. But anyway, just just enveloping the sound. Go take a break if you're hot. This is a good place to take a break. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a great relaxing time, and it's a good introduction to the French culture and learning about France. And I, it's just I love it. I love the uh, the little I don't even know what instrument that is, like a ukulele that they're like playing. It reminds me of you're just. It's like the Ratatouille soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack in Ratatouille where it's yeah. in Paris, and it's just that, oh, it's just cool and relaxing. <laughs> all right. Uh, so. Let's play it for everybody. So. All right. Sit back enjoy. and enjoy. We'll be back at the end of the audio to talk a little bit more about our summer plans. Or, sorry, not summer plans, fall plans. All right. You will see from from Paris to Appalachian countryside in Empress of the France. So have a nice trip. Bon voyage.
among gentle spirits of the air. My France awakens with the early dawn. majestic gardens of Versailles, a magic window onto a golden age of kings.
in distant towns, in quiet villages. Within the heart of all my people dwells the secret vagabond.
an ageless symbol of falls, more sunshine, proud, full of grace and symmetry, rooted firmly to the ground, yet dedicated to the spirit. From the cold green north they come to the golden glow of the Riviera, where warm winds kindle dreams of eternal spring. A city of dreams come true 
All right, so if you're like Doug, he likes to go to these kind of theaters when it's he's tired and he's going to fall asleep in the middle of them. But it's oh, a man, good... Oh, man, this is soothing music. Yeah. But what I wasn't prepared for was the pictures that were actually fantastic. Oh, yeah. The, the movie that went along with it. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of kept me alert. Yeah. You heard sounds, and if you've not seen this, you can look it up on YouTube. But um, there were several pictures of just this vast panoramic views of these scenes like there's this one scene i remember it's like this castle looking building in the middle exactly. of and they water. shoot like up 
It's just it water. Yep. It's yep. just like around, surrounded by water and rocks around it, and that's all you get. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And It's gorgeous. And, uh, of course, they give you the Eiffel Tower. They give you views from the Eiffel Tower and different stuff like that. And uh, just different culture items. Like uh, there's dogs barking. You hear the, heard the dogs barking at the beginning. They actually um, – there's sheep at one point. Um, there's – there, you're on a bicycle at one point with a bunch of people riding bicycles through the through the highway or not the highways but around the rolling hills and stuff. But anyway, it's unique and fun. I and think it's neat to come out of this and go to Canada because oh, you actually mm-hmm. get another flavor of French with it's, Quebec and everything. Mm-hmm. And you see it. It's of course the architecture isn't the same as it is in you know within Paris and yeah. stuff. But you can still get that French feel. To it's it. true. And so if they do something then on Louisiana, we'd have it down with New Orleans and everything because then you get another French feel yeah. there. It's kind of neat. If you put them yeah. together, you can see. It's For me, it's almost like you feel this relevance between those places, but at the same time, they don't look the same. Uh-huh. So I think it's kind of neat. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know. And to me, it's like if you listen to a band and they say their influences are this band, you can hear the influences. Well, just like France may be the influence to the things in Canada, obviously, because it's you know they speak French, French and stuff, Canadian, and yeah. then the French Quarter down in New Orleans. Yeah, it's the same, similar style. So, anyway. right, all right. So okay. uh, we've, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. There. Um, let's just go into uh, a short little gibberish again here about what we're going to be doing here in the fall, just to kind of keep everybody up on uh, what's happening with us. So we're going to be where again? Uh, well, last week of September. Well, we'll be down in in Orlando, Lake Buena Vista, and Orlando. But I don't know. We're gonna be in Disney World yeah. for part we're of that in time. In Disney World, we're gonna we're be gonna in Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and the other side, the Universal Studios side too. Uh, I guess we can just say the dates. Might yep. as well. Uh, it's what is it? We'll Sunday. actually be there on the twenty seventh. In uh, I keep wanting to say Harry Potter World, well, yeah. Wizarding World of Harry Potter mm-hmm. on the twenty seventh, and the rest of Islands of Adventure on the twenty eighth. We will be in uh, Universal, and then on the 29th through the 2nd, we will be in uh, all over the place in Disney. Yeah. So actually, uh, for anybody who cares or wants to know, we will uh, be Twittering according to like when we get ready to get on a ride, stuff like that. So if anybody happens to be in the parks or anywhere close to us, uh, you can see it. And we'll actually watch our own Twitters back. We just discussed this the other day so that if somebody wants to say, hey, I'm close to there, then great. You know, we'll kind of do a ride together or something like that. Hang if out. you want, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll get responses if you're on Twitter, or if you want to. Why don't you follow us before then? That way, I think it'll show up only if they're following us right. when they respond to us on Twitter. Right. Through the because we had to do it on phone. We're not going to have internet with us. So, uh, but th- also that I was just thinking about. We're going to be at the food and wine at the end of it. We said this before, but we yeah. didn't really get. I dates, just think that if so. we repeat it each week. Because I know uh, there's other shows that I listen to, and in fact there was one that I just I didn't listen to it for a couple shows, and then when I went back I realized crap I missed some stuff that yeah. they said that was relevant to, mm-hmm. to you know, some of the dates show. and stuff. Right. October first and the second that's the beginning of Food and Wine. We'll be there to check it out at Epcot, and we're gonna do a lot of things we haven't done yet. Well, Doug, of course we've said this before, but Doug can finally ride Expedition Everest. Yeah. Uh, he'll get to finally see Animal Kingdom at night, which we're finally make it on Space Mountain. Space Mountain. I'll uh, finally get to ride uh, uh, Big Thunder again for yeah. since '98. That's the last time. I last was time on. you rode it, wow. Yeah. Um, different stuff like that, and we're just gonna go explore and have fun. And uh, so anyway, it'll be a fun trip. Of course, yes, 
we've done this before. You know, we've tweeted everything where we've been down there, and uh, so if you want to follow along, you can. If not, no big deal. We'll come. We'll definitely we're come tweet back anyway. So yeah, and we're gonna come back with shows. So if you maybe you only listen to the podcast and you don't follow us anywhere else, that's great because we can. Uh, we'll be doing that. And Mickey's not so scary Halloween. Right. That stuff's going on too. So it's yep. it's so a full fun packed. It's gonna time. be slammed. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be everywhere and anywhere. We're gonna try a couple food places, Sanaa and. Trails End, we've not tried those yet, yeah. so those will be fun. Trails End has been a dream of mine for some time. Yeah, every just, time I've ever tried to set it up, we couldn't make it. So yeah, I think it's just because the buffet and the cheapness the buffet, of it. Buffet, a lot of food. Yeah, fried chicken too. That's what I heard. Yeah, so, sounds good. Yep. <laughs> I'm hungry right uh, now. Yeah, you're hungry. Oh, it's <laughs> almost lunchtime. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's about it. So uh, if you are interested in uh, booking a vacation or just contacting us, all that information's on our website. We always say that. When my little blurbs in between our edits here as we go along. Other than that, thanks so much for listening because if you've gotten this far, I always say this, but I'm thinking, man, who would want to listen to us blabber for 55 minutes or something? No. Yeah. But uh, I listen to other people blabber, so. And some of them, <laughs> I mean, I even listen to some shows two and three times. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, there's always pertinent information. Yeah. So I hope people feel that way when they listen to us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the beginnings of September here as we ready for fall. forge into some more comfortable weather. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, let's get out of the, uh, the hot wasteland. Yeah, really. Okay, everybody. Enjoy your week. See ya. Stay, stay healthy. Bye. Bye. I like to This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. So did, you, you know French, French, right? French. French. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, it's part of pressing. French. <laughs>